Well, a remarkable thing happened. This is Ezra in Hollywood with Tita all the way out in Vancouver. And we are talking with the remarkable people that live in and work with the Remarkables. And today we're really honored to have Tanner Clift join us, who is a sidekick, actually an ex-sidekick, but definitely wore that title for many years of his career. And we're really excited to have you here. Welcome, Tanner. Mm. Thank Hi, you. Tanner. Hello. Thank you very much. Can I just say, I don't know who is responsible uh, if if Duncan and or Donuts is in this building, but he is an amazing baker. Well, and you, if no one is eating that section right over there, this. is that okay? It's fine. I uh, wanted to make Tanner feel comfortable, and I wanted to be as hospitable as possible. I don't know if you know this, Tita, but Dunkin' Donuts is new to the Los Angeles area, and it's kind of I... like... Did know that? And it's I'm a thing. Can you imagine? Jealous. They take these little things of dough and they do some wizardry to them, mm. and they turn into these delicious. I don't know what you would call Munchkins. Them. Munchkins. Straight up word is Munchkins. Yeah, they glaze them or they'll put. You know, I love it. Dried coconut on. Well, them. because as you know, why I'm here today, I no longer take on the forces of evil. I take on the forces of measurements and serving sizes. Because one of my main hobbies right now is I'm into natural leavening with baking. Is that right? And that's something that's kind of like my wax on, wax off, if you will. Been practicing that uh, a long time? It, it's something I'm getting into, natural leavening, um, because if, if you want to get into the science of it, I can later. But it's just a lot safer. You're, you're, home, you're home by uh, dinner time. Mm-hmm. You're in bed by nine, asleep by 11, if you know what I mean. This and, is natural uh, leavening? Natural leavening. So, so for, for example, when you're making bread, you can get commercial yeast, your yeasticles from the store to make right. bread, but there's yeast in the air, and you can you get it through natural leavening, particularly with sourdough when you're making this. And so I'm really I have a keen eye for baked goods, and that's why when I discovered this treasure of Dunkin' Donuts, thank you for that gift. My pleasure. I, mean, yeah. I just want you to know that we're looking out for you, and we want you to feel comfortable here. Yeah, Tita and I when are really I, honored to have you. To get into those suits, they don't. Nothing is left to the imagination. Well, I'll tell you, you're not of a svelte physique right now. Well, let me say, back in the day, I could have never touched these 10 years ago. Uh 20 years ago, could never have touched these. In fact, I reach for one of the munchkins. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anything glazed, anything high caloric, anything like that, I so much as reach for it. That's 10 more hours in the training gym. Uh When I was growing up and watching... You know these these mythical figures uh, come to life before us in, in the press and, and watching what they were doing these amazing feats of, of flying and strength and uh, invulnerability and things like that. I'm like, how do I get in on that? Because I'm sitting there and I'm I'm I, you're talking to a little, uh, at the time a little kid that was getting tackled by simple algebra in class and I thought there's no way that I will ever become a sidekick who would have thought that i would ever become a sidekick and get union healthcare benefits through sidekicking that i would get you know superhero screeners because of sidekicking never would have thought it you know growing up in my little town and so kind of what did it for me 
was just uh, one day I was going to a store. There's this. I remember my dad used to take me to this candy store, and I love these things called uh, mallow cups. They're these old candies because I've I've have a history with with food, as you can tell. Uh, and so I I went in to to grab one. Bam! Hold up in the store. I'm a little kid. I'm scared out of my mind. Who walks through the door? Beautiful man of wax, as they would say. He came in, diffused the situation. Uh, just the way his muscles, his his cape, his perfect hair, his perfect teeth. I was like, I want to be near that or touching it. And I'm like, how do I do that? Did you make eye contact with man of wax? I did. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's what, boom, that's what got me right there. In mm-hmm. fact, I talk with my wife about this often. Um, just the rippling muscles, the tan skin, I it, it enraptured me. Mm-hmm. I know a lot um, of people. I'm sorry to interrupt. Did you say you say that to your wife, Tanner? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh. Happily, happily married. Uh huh. Twenty fifth anniversary coming up. Three beautiful children. Wow. Did you ever? Were you married at the time that you were a sidekick? No, not at all. Uh huh. Not at were all. Were you uh, struggling with any latent homosexual tendencies while you were a sidekick? Hmm, what do you mean? I mean, it's common knowledge that most sidekicks are having a suppressed sexual relationship with their remarkable superior, and uh, it's been documented. Uh, in fact, I will uh, point out behind. Was it the behind the mask? Well, I don't. I'm not sure if there were if there were tendencies, but you know the old saying: "Do unto do unto others as they would do behind you." And so I think Wait, I what now. I may have taken that to heart. I don't think we say that in Canada. Oh, what's the saying? I, I, I just do unto others as they would do unto you. What's this back thing about? Wow, that could have really altered my life path had I known that was the... Huh. Tanner, when you were a teenager yeah. and you had that event uh, as a young boy, was there another significant event that would... I would say crystallize, help shape your development, or did you jump into the world of being a sidekick as a young adolescent? Well, I used to help my dad in the summers <clears throat> with our family business, a male bathhouse. Okay. And so I would go in there. I was kind of the towel boy mm-hmm. and go in and make sure everyone's got fresh towels, mm-hmm. any used towels get taken up. And so sometimes, you know, I'm a little boy. And these towels are big. I mean, they're they're encapsulating large, um, often oiled up, very strong, nude men. But these towels are kind of like a cape when you put them behind you, like you know. And I was like, you know what? I I is this a, is this the universe saying, hey, you're surrounded by alpha males, you've got a cape on, mm-hmm. listen up. Uh, so, yeah, so th- we we're exploring that. And then when I met my wife, um, this is many years into my uh, sidekicking. And, you know, and I, and I looked at her and it was that same kind of simpatico. It's like, oh, you have two arms. I have two arms. You've got hair. I've got hair. Conversation starter. Like attracts like. Bam, I, I found something that I cared about more than myself, which took me out of the sidekicking business right there. Because what replaced my need to go out and mercilessly pound villains, uh, pile drive them, you know, cowboy them, as we used to say, 
you know, like I said, remember, do unto others as you would have them do behind you. Mm-hmm. And doing that, and that was my motto. That was the thing that really drove me. Um, you know, some I know a I knew a hero whose parents were killed in an alleyway. Mine were sayings. Sayings are what drove me. Really, mottos, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, I, another another good motto: When God closes a door, He explodes through a wall, uh-huh. glistening. That was another saying that helped me. Okay. Um, so when I met my wife and I cared about something beyond myself, I was like, "Wow, I've got a lot to, I got a lot to lose here." So I I ditched the cup, I ditched the costume. I said bye bye to the weeks, the health insurance weeks. What are we going to do? But I have another human being that I have something in common with. If I could just ask yeah. you to explain, get your weeks. Get my, okay. So all right. Um, what you try to do is you have to accrue a certain amount of saving weeks per year to get into uh, the health insurance coverage from the sidekick um, kind of, I guess, organization, if you will. It's kind of disbanded now and kind of restructured into smaller little entities. But originally, this entity is what would give you your your health insurance. Are you citing the SKUA, the Sidekicks Union Association? Yes. Okay. Yes. I don't know how much I'm allowed to say about that because I well, was we've already voting. discussed. We've we've uncovered oh, okay, it okay. before. Okay. Understood. Then I will speak freely about mm, that. Please. Um, every fourth fatality, whether you caused it or not subtracts X number of weeks. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword. So the more popular you are, the bigger villains you're fighting, there's gonna be some fatalities. You're not gonna make an omelet without breaking some eggs. Um, now, officially, I can't say that. Officially, I wanna say, oh, every life matters. We wanna save every life. But realistically, you can't do that. That's just not, that's not how it happens. It's like, for example, do you think that the bulge in my costume is real i mean come on let's be real i assumed it was that's exactly so we assume we want to save every life we can't just i thought that that was a cup because every now and then regardless of your intentions you're going to get a kick in the crotch exactly now you're thinking like a sidekick a message has been received the first I don't know if you call him a superhero, but sort of you know, freakishly strong and weird. There's this fucking cop in the neighborhood. It was, I don't know, he was about 6'1", maybe, but he, he was a total tank. Big Mick, big Irish potato eater. Anyway, him and this other cop, his partner, I guess, had, had rousted this, this bump. It was just like, you know, in those days they called the vagrants. And I was playing box ball. I was like nine years old with a friend of mine, Paulie Wexler. And um, they get into this argument. And they get into this kind of bullshit kind of bet. Like, I bet you I can hit this blah, blah, N-word and knock him 30 feet in the air. So anyway, they go, all right, take you up on that bed and this and that. And the other thing, and by this time, all the kids are kind of watching this thing. And they stand this poor guy up. And this cop hits him on the jaw with an uppercut. And he flies about. And I'm not bullshitting. 25 feet in the air. It turned out he had brass knucks, but, you know, still, that was that was amazing. He was a scary guy. How did your life settle back to what I would refer to as normal? Yeah. My life, I would call sure. normal. Sure. How did you step back into normalcy 
and into normal society after being so closely entwined with the remarkables, I have to acknowledge you yourself not being truly a remarkable, just a sidekick. Well, I may not have been an actual remarkable, but I did find myself in a rather remarkable situation. A villain, Mole Man, mm-hmm. had gone into Fort Knox and uncovered roughly $10 million worth of gold. Mm-hmm. Um, what was reported was $6 million worth of gold. Right, remember that report, 2002, April 6th. Thank you. Then shortly thereafter, retirement for me came. Aha, uh-huh, that's when you stepped out. Coincidence, good for me. Bad for Mole Man. You should have seen. I didn't know the human body could. So turn. the extra gold went to you. I'm not saying that. I'm simply saying I have one of the only working lightsabers in the world. Can you take us inside the process of detoxing? From being a sidekick? Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's kind of a power, powerless situation. So you're going around, you're saving lives. You have people's lives in your hand. Mm-hmm. But I walk into a restaurant, I can't get a table to save my life. Mm-hmm. So it's this constant, like, I'm powerful saving lives, but then I can't get a table or I can't get a discount on a Maserati, I have to pay full price for it, or I have to get on a waiting list. You were living a lifestyle up high. You're living a lifestyle up high, exactly. The celebrity that comes with that. Uh, it's, it's hard to walk away from that. Let's be honest. What about the actual detoxing? Because rumor has it yeah. that you did have a run-in or two with the police and a little bit of a problem with substance abuse. Well... If you want to talk about my greatest villain, good old Jack, uh, Mr. Daniels, um, comes in many flavors, and uh, yeah. And not to diminish that experience, but I think if you're going to be so open and honest with us, you need to tell us the whole story. You met your wife, you wanted to leave the sidekick life behind, Mm -hmm. but there was a little bit of a stretch in the middle. Tell us about that and and your time with Jack, if you will. Well, like I said, I'm getting into baking, and so I think about things in terms of recipes. Well, one recipe that I don't like to touch anymore is Tijuana, no pants, and a handle of Jack. That's a recipe I don't like to dip into. It's a fun ride, but you have to be strong enough to walk away. Um, As you know, I'm a fan of mottos and sayings. it's a 12-step process, and that's the saying. Some people just call that. Wait a minute. Yeah. It's a 12-step process. Yeah, that's, that's a saying. The, I've never seen that on a bumper sticker or T-shirt. Well, have you had a, a problem with substance abuse? I, I've seen the mottos. I've seen one day at a time. I see, you know, easy man. I see take it on down. I've seen all the other very common ones. I, I've the, seen it, Ezra. I mean, not to... Not to bring up my pastime of going to meetings, but yeah. I've, I've, I've heard of that one. Well, that, and, and also that extends to, I mean, it's whatever anchors you in sobriety. So there was an old song by, uh, by this uh, band called The Eagles that I really like. It's called, Take It to the Finish Line One More Time. That one helped me because I was like, if I want to keep my wife, if I want to keep that life. I remember it different. 
So speaking to what this lifestyle was like and why it is very attractive uh, besides the besides the violence that you get to experience the great the skin tight outfits uh, they put you on health regimen you get the weeks of insurance and you're surrounded by uh, the heroic men that you look up to clothed or not you still look up to them um, the parties the infamous infamous parties so we have you know we have a satellite that rotates around the earth that's kind of a hub for heroes to go to a little recharge it's like a rest stop um, there's hand sanitizer stations at each stop uh, each entrance there's cots you can sleep on uh, there's hot chocolate is that to prevent global infection hand sanitizers yeah well you know it depends on the species tanner you're such a positive person i just was wondering in light of this very very important story yeah. how do you feel about the sidekicks who tell stories like this with more of a negative connotation and even share it on talk shows that's right we have we've had uh, many articles that we've combed through about the negative effects of being a sidekick you do seem very optimistic and really considering you know the turbulent life you've had to exit out of i think you're resettle. talking well specifically if you're talking about the most famous kind of whistleblower you're talking about licorice lance There's licorice lance that's right he shoots black ropes. Yeah. Well, he shoots these ropes all over his opponent, and they they stick to you. They're super sticky, mm -hmm. and you can't. They get in your eyes sometimes. Your your face. They cover up your breathing holes. Right. Uh, and then through sheer, you're just so tired. You fall down. You wake up two days later, and your stomach hurts. Licorice Lance, who used to go by Black Licorice. Yeah, he wants. Well, listen. Remember when I said sidekicking doesn't pay what we all wish it would. Right. And in our downtime, we sometimes have to do some things to get our beaks wet. Okay. Well, there was a time that Black Licorice, as he was then known, was involved with the Black Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so are you saying that the name change was perhaps to start fresh with a new identity or was it to hide those political leanings or was it strictly that people stopped using terms as simple as black? Well, in my, in my opinion, just from an outsider looking in, um, he wasn't the quickest. Here's another saying coming at you. He wasn't the quickest. Was that the saying or were you going to give me a saying? Oh, I'll give you the saying. He's, he's not the brightest bulb in the fridge. Right. Um, and so... He changed his name, but we still knew who he was because his moves the same. The minute I saw him shoot those hot black ropes, right. I was like, that's Licorice Lance. A message has been received. I grew up in the suburbs of Denver, so I didn't see a remarkable until I was way out of college. Um, but back when I was in high school, um, do you remember that remarkable, her name was Cheekbone, and she was on the covers of all the magazines, like in the mid-90s, she was really popular, gorgeous. Well, um, she was only like 16 or 17 years old at the time, and there was this rumor that started going around that she was going to go to our high school, and suddenly all of the girls at the high school were terrified because all of the boys were going to be interested in her. How were we ever supposed to get a date? Who was going to go to prom? No one was going to go to prom. We were terrified. We kind of hated her.
And we're back talking with Tanner. I will be appearing to sign autographs at the Ralph's on Sunset. Okay. In aisle four, that's the cereal aisle, in case anyone's wondering, between 9 a.m. and 9.07 a.m. this Sunday. On Sunday, I just wanted to throw that out there. We'll post that up on our website as well. Come on out, say hi. Tanner, thank you so much for pointing out uh, your public appearance. Uh, It just strikes me odd that you give such a specific window of time on Sunday. Um, And such a short one. Such a short time. It seems like if we are to find you at the Mm -hmm. Ralph's on Sunset, which I'm assuming is the Rock and Roll Ralph's right at the Point City intersection. You know it. Okay. It's because it's famous and I'm going to be there. Great. Well, you are famous. Thank in you. some circles. Uh, is that when you do your weekly shopping? And is that why we should meet you? at? It seems such a, like a small window, an unusual, very specific time. Usually it, when I have seen other remarkable signings, yes. it's been for four hours. And I've waited uh, overnight in line. That's and impressive. here it sounds like uh, I could just shop and see you. Well, in this day and age where we, you know, we get information so quickly, our attention spans are so fast. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why don't I speak to that and try not to fight it? Don't fight it. Like, no, it says here on your Twitter account that you're going to be at Barnes and Noble at the Americana in Glendale at twelve fifteen to twelve twenty two. Yeah. Then it shows me that you're excited about the purchase of a movie you're seeing at twelve thirty. Yeah. And then also after that, I will be at the Best Buy in Culver City from 2 o'clock to 2.12 by the Geek Squad. Um, I'll be there. So, so I'm you just, just want people to follow you around while you go about your errands? Maybe today you're doing grocery store tours and trying to get people to realize that you still exist. But down the road, you will find peace and you will find what you're meant to be doing. And what would that be, Tanner? What do you think? Aside from the public and not so public appearances, what is it that you're working towards and and what is it that you are striving to be? Um, My goal, and this is a great segue, thank you for talking about this, is my uh, food truck, my baking food truck. That's why this Sunday, if you want to play a little game called Stock the Truck, it's a a mobile game because I know mobile apps are all the rage. We, I will drive the truck by the front and you just toss in whatever you think might be used in baking, whether mm. it's mixing bowls, measuring cups, whatever you think. And it's a fun, the winner gets uh, validation for their parking uh, and their efforts. I just opened up the app and it looks like the description of Stock the Truck is that we could put your groceries in the truck for you. Yeah, it's a way to like really like, wow. I mean, think about this. I guess we can help you. Ten years from now, are you going to remember that equation you learned in trigonometry? Are you going to remember, wow, I helped. Look who I helped put groceries in the, you know what I mean? I might not remember that either. So at the Barnes and Nobles, it's uh, what? Recipes? Well, specifically, you have to get to me at the Barnes and Nobles before this Thursday because uh, that's the day when I need to renew my Barnes and Noble annual membership. And it expires Thursday. So if I could arrange a signing Wednesday, preferably before they close, I would like that. I'll tell you, if I had... Tanner, I have a question. Yeah. Are you happy? (sighs) 
when I was in AA, they talk about reaching for a higher power, something outside of yourself to get through the beast, uh, what they call the um, anteater on your back. I would reach for my higher power in this AA group was was when I met Jack. Um, you started drinking in AA? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I needed something. I was reaching for something outside of myself to help me get through that. Um, that's when I was at my happiest. Tanner, thank you so much for spending some time with us here. I know that it was very useful for you because you did mention a lot of your um, opportunities and sightings for people to go and meet you later in the week. Oh, this has been very nutritious for me. Um, an apple a day? Hey, hey, hey. That's right. That's right. I have never met another uh, per- just person who enjoys sayings as much as I do. I mean, look, I've got a vision board behind me, my calendar right mm-hmm. next to you. You can just yeah. rip off. You can take off today's. And can take I have that? Because I like how the cat's like hanging from the branch and he's saying like, hold just on there. Hang in there. Just hold on there. Just hang in there. That's what it really says. Hold on there. It's just they're both being with H. But um, can you read can that? I, yeah, just like hang he's in hanging, there. He's holding. He's Three hanging words. down there. He's hanging from the tree, and it's saying like, just hold hang on in there. there. Those donuts? Can I have those? Yes, please take that. I brought them for you. I want you to enjoy those. My I God. wish you the best of luck with your mobile baking van and Thank your you. wife and children. Everything that you've talked about today feels real. Thank you. And um, remember, Sunday, Ralph's. Yes. Nine, nine to nine. Tanner, you're so sweet. And you've been through so much. It was not only a pleasure to get to know you better, but to understand what you've been through and, and where it is you're taking your life. I also want to put it out there for you, Tanner. And I'm speaking on behalf of Tita and myself, that if you ever need anything, you can come back to us and we will do whatever we can to help you. I really yeah. appreciate that. I reading lessons, you name it. I love it. Yeah. I want to come back, and I want actually. Do you guys think I could come back from? I don't know, nine to five Monday through Friday, or is that something that we can? We'll talk more about that. We can email about that. Okay. I hear your driver's outside right now. He's yelling at you. Um, he's he's the driver of the five. I'll just catch it. It comes every fifteen minutes. Okay. He's my driver, but I let other people get where they need to go on it it's a big like a big giant car like well it's a big car it's a very long and it seats like 30 people it's just a big car okay that's that's rectangular um you pay a service fee for that or i tip him and it's funny because like it's at this point now where he kind of is entitled to it and like he won't even let me on unless i tip him a buck 25 which isn't a crazy tip Tanner, I want to wish you the best and the happiest with the rest of your life. And I just really want to extend um, uh, a heaping handful of appreciation to you from us. And we see that you really do have life ahead of you. And we hope you enjoy every bit of it and embrace it. Because some people say, you got to live one day at a time. And other people say, Keep on keeping on. And I want you to keep doing that. Can I have that? 
use it. You know what? You know, you don't, you know, I looked at you and I came in here and I was like, look at this guy rippling. He's got it all together. But you know what? I want to walk 3,000 kilometers in your shoes to get to know you. And goodbye. Goodbye. A message has been received. The first time I saw Remarkable was when I take aerial silks. Um, basically, what it is, is it's um, fabrics that um, are harnessed onto the ceiling and you climb onto them and do a bunch of tricks and stuff and it's in the circus. Anyway, um, I was in class one day and there was this one girl who was really small and young who was really, really good and she was super skinny. Her name was um, Tatiana and um, one time uh, I saw her doing a trick and then um, for a second I just saw her floating there without holding on to the silks or anything. <laughs> and she, she has no idea what she's doing on Instagram. Oh. Ezra? Yes, Tita. That was painful. I tell you, for me, I don't ever want to see him again. I don't want to help him in any way. I was just, it was an empty Except promise because that you he, exactly offered. Well, he to help was him. talking about yeast in the would. air. And well, he is leavening some bread, him and his wife over there. <laughs> I feel like uh, if I were by chance, completely coincidentally, run into him somewhere out in a the best spot for instance or or a ralph's any place i will turn away i would not want to make eye contact with him i feel like he is crazy i feel like he's a crazy person who's thinking that he's sane and living like he's sane but i was sitting here so close i whatever he was every saying that he said as far as my experience with that saying was wrong when god closes a window he explodes through a wall the remarkable i mean it doesn't get much better than that you said it thank you so much for listening to our show we hope you guys enjoyed it as much as i expected to but didn't and on behalf of tita and i keep reaching to be remarkable 